south, bitch, I never left. I talk real country, that's what make a mail. Caramel, brown skin, like my granny them. But my beard real long, like my papa them. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the J I'm so glad that you guys are tuned in with me today. This is the rebranding. Um, at first, you guys may have known my podcast as the Heart Chasers Podcast. Um, that was a great podcast. I got many reviews and many people saying that, you know, it helped them communicate with people and helped them see things in a different perspective. And I'm really grateful for that era of my life. But um, as you guys may know or not know, I've been through some things in my life during that time period. And, you know, there was a kind of a break that I took away from the spotlight and um, doing a podcast and things of that nature. But um, I'm back with you guys. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. A better person, learn new things, set new goals and just have a new different perspective on life and some things. Um, and um, I'm just happy to be here and I'm happy to just be back in the spotlight with you guys to be able to invest into um, my people, my culture, friends, family, and whomever it is out there that may relate to whatever it is that I'm talking about and that um, just can connect with. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I don't take that lightly. And I hope that I can be an example for you guys how to be just living your truth and be who you are. Um, yeah. So um, the new name of this podcast is called The J Spot. We hitting the J Spot. Um, and uh, I, this is just this podcast uh, at this point and where we are moving forward in the future. Um, this podcast is just for the culture. It's just everything about the culture, our black culture, just being in our culture. I think that we just need safe spaces just for us that we can relate to and connect to and just be. Um, and we don't have a lot of spaces like that. And I think that if there was a time to start anything for that, the time is now, um, especially with everything going on as it has been going on for the last year, the pandemic, the police brutality just being put like directly in our face, which not saying that it hasn't been for years, but just like something about this last year just sparked something in us. And we just like changes now we're taking over like government seats and things of that nature uh, supreme court seats etc and so i just think that the time is now like for our culture if we want something the time is now to reach out and grab it so that we can start building on it and by the time all of the dust settles and things of that nature we're already established and just being able to create a pathway of wealth for our future um uh, selves and cultures, children, and just the future generations, etc., so that we can just continue to thrive. Because we've already been thriving for thousands and thousands of years um, as a culture, even though they tried to lock us down, etc. Um, and we just need to do what we need to do so that our culture can thrive for the future as well. Boom. I'm done with my rant, bitch. <laughs> um, but we're about to get into some topics now, some crazy topics that's current about what's going on in today. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of things out in these streets, in these social media streets as well. That's been giving me a good little kiki um, and just a uh, 
few little things is just bring in um, uh, eye-opening things for me just about what's going on in our culture and the society and the economy, etc. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about some of those things because I just want to get this out and open. I was going to wait till the pres- uh, presidency was over until I decide to release a podcast, but we're going to talk about it right now because it's relevant right now. Okay, um, joining me today, I'm so excited. Like for my first episode, I got two very important people in my life um, and uh, bring joy and happiness. And I think that will be a great addition to this first episode to not just making my voice talking because I know even though y'all love my voice, I know y'all get tired of my voice. So I have two other voices here to <clears throat> assist the Beyonce voice I have Michelle and Kelly here um, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding No, but I have my best friend In the whole wide world We've been best friends for umpteen years And um, it's just He ain't never going nowhere He's just going to always be here So if you're going to put up with me You got to put up with him too So if he don't approve of you Then toodles um, But uh, I have my best friend I call him Diego His, his name is D'Angelo um, but uh, he's here to, you know, help me out in this first episode and put in his two cents as well. Go ahead and say hi to the people. Hi, people. How you doing? It's D-Boyd424 here just. That's on IG? IG. Very That's on IG. IG. Say it again for the people. It's D-Boyd424 IG. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look him up. Follow him. Just be a part of his little... You know, he don't have y'all on his business, but, you know, you can get a little glimpse here and there. A snippet is what I like A little snippet. A little snippet. Um, And then I also have my good friend here. His name is Brian, and he's here to give his two cents as well. And he's more of a laid-back, calm person. As you can tell, I'm more of the up-in-your-face type of person. So he's here to give that type. He's more of a logical thinker. So he's here to give his logic on the situations that we will be talking about tonight. Go ahead and say hi to the people. What's up, people? My name is Ashley Bryant with a T at the end. I'm not sure where James said got Brian from, but it does Brian. have a T I said Brian. I said Brian. The people didn't hear that, so <laughs> I just wanted to clarify <laughs> that it does have a T at the end, and it is not silent. We're going to emphasize on the T. Each time. <laughs> I said Brian. Boy, you something else. I should have known you was going to come up here causing trouble. Anyway, um, so these are my co-hosts for the night. I'm so happy to have them. I'm very excited to have more than just my voice because if you know from my last podcast, Heart Chasers, um, and you listen to my last podcast, which they are still posted, and they will still be posted because they are still helping people. Um, But, um, you know, it was just me mostly. Um, I had a couple of interviews with a couple other people, but it was just me mostly. But I'm happy to have them on and helping me tonight and just giving their two cents and just giving it a little more life um, than what it's had. Because it had life before, but giving it a little more life um, than what it had before and giving that two cents. So, um, yeah. So uh, let's talk about this stuff, y'all. Okay. And y'all can just chime in whenever y'all want to talk. We just having a conversation. Let's talk about the stuff that's going on in D.C., okay? The caucasity of these people. To walk, not, not, it wasn't a state capital, okay? This is not a state capital that they walked up on. This is the national 
capital. The, the capital. The capital of the United States. Not the United the United States of America, but this is a superpower of the world. And these people were able to walk in the capital of the superpower of the world. What picture does that paint for other cultures, were uh, countries, etc.? These people were able to. These people, the white privilege is so prominent that these people were able to walk into the capital of the superpower of the world, not just the United States of America. The superpower of the world. Just walk in. Just walk in. They just walked in. Like that's crazy to me. By our clear counterparts. What is going on? The caucasity of that sh- Other countries are looking at the United States of the United States of America like you know, for, for so long, the United States of America has been the place where everybody has wanted to be. And now, mm-hmm. looking at where we are now, I mean, Canada getting $2,000 similar checks a month. Period. And we barely getting... We don't got what six plus two is what eight six seven eight. So we, we those who, those who, those who don't have kids, those who don't have kids, those who don't have kids have received a total of they have received their second stimulus check anyway. Because some people still have not received theirs. Mm-hmm. Some people are coming in the mail. Some people have had issues with the deposits with their banks or whatever the case may be or whatever. So some people have still not have received their second stimulus check. And this is after the holiday season where people can really use that extra, oomph, you know, whatever to put back into society, whatever the case may be. Um, we've only received eighteen hundred dollars in this time span. This is for people that don't have kids. Now, people that have kids may have received a little bit more, but it wasn't enough more to say that it's like a significant amount to say I'm going to take care of a whole family. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Not compared to countries that have been receiving $2,000 a month. Not a year, a month. And we haven't even received $2,000 in a year. That's crazy. And we're the land of the free. And we are the hope of the people. The hope of the people. So what y'all doing down there in D.C.? What what exactly are you spending the money on? And I, not only that, I heard that there is um, um, Biden, I don't know if he just, you know, mistakenly spoke on this matter. I didn't see the matter myself, so I'm just only going by what I've seen and seen posted and articles on and stuff of that nature. Um, He spoke on that there's an account, like he's very into, you know, clean energy and things of that nature. But the United States that has an account for that, that has billions of dollars in it, that's just been sitting for years. Years that's just been sitting. I don't know if it's collecting interest or anything of that nature, but it's been there for years. What's the hold up? And here it is that we were only able to receive, they could only afford to give us $1,800 in a year time span for a pandemic that people have lost their jobs on. 
hours cut back. Kids are at home now, so they eating more, using more utilities, etc. So I need this extra money a month because now I'm paying much more out of pocket than what I was paying at first because now everybody's at home. Now I have to feed everybody all day. I don't have to worry about just one or two meals a day. I have to feed everybody all day now. I have to feed everybody all day. Everybody using the bathroom all day. The lights are on all day. People are on their tablets all day, logged into the internet that they're using more gigabytes all day. Like everything is being used up more. So I'm spending more money, but at the same time, I'm getting less hours or either I'm laid off only getting, now it's only been approved for $300 more of unemployment. in the midst of a pandemic to where I've lost everything basically and I'm spending more now in-house than what I was previously. And God forbid it be a household with multiple mouths and kids in school. Like, who, who can fathom that? I couldn't even be, I wouldn't even be able to fathom that. I wonder if privilege have to deal with stuff like that, the way they stormed at the Capitol the other day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they act like they don't. But yet they want to keep Trump here. We, we have a, a man in presidency who only cares for people who are like him. People who has the money to do with what they do with what they want to do with the money with what they want to do with the money you know and mind you people mind you we as regular average people which there's nothing regular average about us but our tax brackets say that we're regular uh middle class and below people who have received this quote unquote eighteen hundred dollars within a year's time span the people who actually is making money and been making money, they get more of a tax break and all this. They like they receiving all kind of tax breaks and uh um uh what's the word that I'm looking for? All kind of uh, tax breaks and benefits that they can tap into due to the pandemic to receive even more money than what they already are receiving. Which I think is absolutely ridiculous. It's people like us who really, you know, go step by step to make sure that we're filing our taxes and everything correctly to make sure that the government is not coming back to us. And then it's those people who just, you know, do what they feel. And then 10 years down the line, when they almost about to die, they found out that they owe $50,000 back to the government or more. And it's just like, fuck it, you know, I'm finna die. I'm taking my last breath. Find your money, have you wanna want, have you feel like you need to get it. And it's people like us who's really just- Paying the price. Yeah, paying a price and doing what we need to do, but we're not getting any of the breaks that those people are getting. Or the, the knowledge. Or the knowledge. Or the knowledge. That's that's a good point. Because knowledge is power. Knowledge is power that the because knowledge but is privilege. A lot of people that's why the 
I, and this is, I know I'm going off track, but we just flowing. Okay, so this is why I believe that the tides are turning because we live in an age where knowledge is accessible to damn near anybody at this point in time. Anybody, anywhere. Anywhere. So tides are turning. Um, we are taking over like government seats and things of that nature. Like, like the tides are turning. I tell people like, if you want to do something like now is the time to do it, take advantage of the benefits and things of that nature that are available to you like, during this pandemic for businesses, for starting off a business, et cetera. You can get all kind of grants and shit of that nature because of the pandemic, just because of the pandemic, just because of that. And it's not like a little bit of money. It's money that you can legitimately start off a motherfucking business with or whatever. And I'm not talking down on anybody who's using like pandemic money or whatever the case may be to make ends meet. Do what you gotta fucking do. I'm just talking about people who are in a position to take advantage of this moment. This is just, if you're in a position to where you're just, you know, making ends meet or whatever the case may be, whatever, this just may not be your moment. But for those that are in a position that this is could be your moment that you can invest in just, you know, create the spark to create the flame of the rest of your life. Like, I feel like this is the time to do it. Any little quarter that you could pinch to invest in yourself, your business, whatever idea it is that you have. And you could be perfectly happily with working your nine to five, being, you know, a banker. My friend, he's a banker. He loves his fucking job. And that's what he wants to do. And I fucking stand on top of that. Do that shit to the top of your motherfucking Phyllis ability. I will support you in any kind of fucking way that I can. That's your thing or whatever. But I also have friends that are in the arts and that are creatives and that are digital makers or whatever the case may be that don't want to work the nine to five. And I stand with them also as well because I feel with them also, I don't want to work the nine to five. But so that's why I'm just trying to, I'm not putting limits on how it is that money can come to me, where I'm looking, because, and this is just my opinion, y'all can chime in whenever y'all want, I believe that a nine to five puts us in a condition and not on top of that, the whole um, aspect of, you know, us going through slavery and things of that nature, our our culture, not us specifically, but our culture or whatnot. um, I think that put us in a mind frame of depending on the white man or what we receive from our nine to five to be like our just our income, like that's it or whatever. Like just being closed-minded to that's where our money is going to come from. Depending on someone else. Uh, on someone else. Um, but I put myself in a position this year and I've just been trying to work really hard on changing my way of thought to where I'm not depending on my nine-to-five because I do have a nine-to-five. I'm not depending on my nine-to-five for my source of you know, my income or whatever, or my only source of income, because it's my main source right now. I'm not going to lie to nobody. My nine to five, that's my main source of income. But I'm not closed-minded to any other way that money can come to me. I have my hands in everything. I'm getting myself involved in all kind of projects. Wherever the money can come from, I want to be in a position to receive it. So I'm doing what I have to do. I'm researching I'm putting in the work right now so that I can be in a position, in an environment, in a place around people where money is coming to. I'm going to get it. 
this year my main goal is to create another stream of income i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it i don't care what i have to do to get it i don't care what position i have to i'm gonna make sure that i'm in a place to get it and you can do that also I, i'm i'm ranting but i'm i'm speaking true shit i know i am speaking on uh you you said that um dang i forgot what you said just that quick <laughs> hey y'all, we're a little intoxicated, you know. We've been drinking a little sippy sip, but it's okay though because we, despite the fact we speaking true shit, bitch. We were talking about not having the knowledge as some of the um, other privileged people do, and one of the reasons was because that you know most of us were raised by our grandparents or great grandparents who mm. have lived through those. You know, this is true. This is true. Slavery, cotton picking days, and all this other crap. And we were taught get you a nine to five job, get you a four hundred one k, and you live in a life. Work thirty and years on that same job. Back right. into slavery, and, and and that's that's just what we were taught. So we have to learn how to break that break that chain. And you know, go out and you know get the get the knowledge that's out there. You know, Google is accessible by everybody. Everybody. You know, go and Google something that you want to do and you find out how to do it and go do it. You can go to McDonald's to the free Wi-Fi, bitch. I don't think the people want to be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, go 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 do your research and and do what you need to do. You don't you don't necessarily have to work to nine to five like. You know, you were taught you can provide the nine to five for other people. You can provide the four hundred one k for other people, and hey, that's great. And if you know you just want to work the nine to five, then you just want to work the nine to five. That's great too, because you still paying your bills. So. Period. You happy as long as you motherfucking happy. That's all that matters. Whatever makes you happy, whatever fulfills you. If your nine to five fulfills you. Do that, do whatever you got to grow in that realm, be the best at whatever it is that makes you happy that you can be. But yeah. I do believe that because of our background, um, the government plays on that a lot. And it makes us feel as it makes us feel as if we can't do some of those entrepreneurship things that we may want to do because of our background. You got something that you want to add on to that? Now, what I do want to add on to this is now during this time frame, you know, the riots and things of that nature at the White House or whatnot, um, there were lives taken. Now, these are the same people. Now, this is how, and I, I want to talk about. Okay, I want to talk about white privilege real quick because this. Even though white privilege has been evident, you know, throughout the years, of course we see the differences, etc., or whatever. But this is one of the times that I feel, just me personally, that white privilege is so evident on such a large scale, like in this moment, like these people were able to get able to get into the capital of the superpower of the world like if that ain't white privilege 
Bitch, I don't know what the fuck he is. Because I did and, not see any part of culture in that, and, that and mix. I want to tell you that was a white privilege to the motherfucking max. Can't nobody tell me anything different because when Black Lives Matter happened, and I know you've seen the pictures, I've posted the pictures on my page. If you follow me um, on Instagram, my name is Drake Matthias. That's my last name, D-R-A-K-E, Matthias, like you hypnotize, M-A-T-I-Z-E-D. Follow me on IG. I post it on my story all the time. Um, the, the soldiers that were standing in front of the capital of the superpower, that's how the capital of the superpower of the world is supposed to be protected. The way they protected it from peaceful Black Lives Matter protesters. That's the way the capital of the superpower of the world is supposed to be protected. Horses. I didn't see any horses. When I tell you the way these white people just walked up in there like they had a motherfucking golden platinum access pass, bitch. Really? Neither one of us knew about like where did y'all get this from? What did y'all what bubblegum machine was you, did y'all go to? Did y'all get the motherfucking Willy Wonka factory uh, chocolate that had the fucking golden wrapper in it? It must have been at Olive Garden because <laughs> you know I don't eat that old bland ass shit. But anyway, you know I'm just saying like this was such a moment or where white privilege was such a. Um, microscope is uh, uh, the word that I want to use, I guess. Um, that, like, in the cop, excuse me, the lives that were lost during this time. So, um, and I posted this on my page, or whatever. This is what I was going to. I posted this on my page, like a few, and this is like stuff that I got from other people or whatnot. Um, that I saw that, you know, I just reposted. But a girl, she had posted where her mom had told her that it was too violent for her to go out and protest for the Black Lives Matter. But here it is. She has an actual picture of her mom with a bloody nose from this chaos that happened at the Capitol. But the same person told you not to go out and stand... And this is to stand for something that actually matters. Like, black lives matter. They fucking matter. Y'all are at D.C. because y'all want to overturn some votes that were properly counted. Joe Biden has won how many times now? Like, 50, 11 times? And y'all still trying to get these votes overturned? Like, give it up. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, give it up. Because he's won, like, and you guys are upset that somebody who is gonna even invest into a little amount, it may not be fully, but a little amount into a culture that doesn't have anything to do with you. Have it, right, have anything to do with you that you've basically plagiarized and prospered from, because you have prospered from our culture, period. There's no doubt about that. You guys are ready to like storm the fucking cap superpower capital of the fucking world. Like this shit, like if that ain't white privilege, bitch, I need somebody. Uh, ain't no, can't nobody convince me that that's not white privilege. That's just on period. If anybody was to ever say that there is no such thing as white privilege, um, 
but we can definitely refer them to this moment in time. I mean, we can even go back and refer them to um, shit, Pocahontas. The white people came and stole the land from the Indians, and Period. the white men had sex with the little thirteen-year-old girl. However, Damn. however old she was, she wasn't grown. Mm. But anyway, um, we we know that there is no such thing as there is not a such thing as white privilege in this moment in time is a great reference if you can't find anything else so i mean i I don't know what else to say about it if there was um, a black lives matter protest or any black person or non-white person for that matter was to go up to the capitol i'm sure that there would have been more security uh there than what was there just a few days ago, they ain't have um, no security up there. They ain't come. I'm That's sure a lot of a few people, barricades. a lot of people listening, <laughs> a lot of people a few barricades on this shit. Us here, we've been to we've been to DC. We've been down the you know the National Mall. We've seen the Capitol. We've seen how protected it is. You know, we may not seen a, we may not have seen a whole army of people outside, but we know that it's protected. That's sacred area. And for us to witness witness what we've witnessed, just you know, no security a day ago, it's it's ridiculous. How how do you not have enough security in a place like the capital, the superpower of the world? You know, especially at a moment in time as we are in right now. You know, we have this guy who's telling people. You know, the we're person gonna, who we had march down. to all the nuclear codes, all that shit. Everything. He's saying we're going to march down to the Capitol. Why not have your men in place in the event that you have Something. hundreds of people to march down to the Capitol? Who is following the world leader? Hmm. Why, why wouldn't you have the proper precautions in place to prevent to, pre- to prevent everything that happened or at least slow it down? I mean, period. Ain't no way in the world my little black self would have been able to crawl through a window without getting shot or maced or, you know. Or sit in Nancy Pelosi's office to and take a take, picture. Take her mail. A federal offense. Like the fuck? And for the FBI or whomever to say that they can't find the people and for CNN to be like, well, we found them about five minutes, baby, through social media. Like, what? Come on. Like. The point is, privilege would have been stopped way sooner. Just not long ago, Breonna Taylor was shot in her house. She was asleep. asleep. And you telling me that you got all these people out here and ain't nobody and you ain't maced nobody maced nobody you ain't shot you ain't arrested what they was just saying on cnn 14 people who's been arrested 14 people now after and how many people have been arrested during the all of the all of the peaceful protests during black lives matters this is true this you you would never be able to tell me that there is no such thing as white privilege in America. Come on, you better speak. I definitely agree with that. And 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone because I go on and on in that stuff, and I just I don't want to get too deep into it. I you know I do, but it is get, a subject that needs to be covered, and it needs to be covered amongst a wide variety of of people because it's not something it's something that's being heard, of course, but it's not something that's really being understood. Mm-hmm. You, I mean. I, I don't know what else to, to say about it. You don't under no person who is not black will understand how it feels to ride down a road and just have a police officer just riding behind them, even though they just may be cruising. You no other person besides right. a black person knows how that feels just to have a, a a cop riding behind them. So to see what has gone on in the nation's capital. And nothing has really happened, mm-hmm. you know, about it legally. And you know, to see how we, how black people are, or people who are of color, than not necessarily black, you know, it's, it's it's just something that needs to be talked about, and it's something that needs to be talked about often, so people who don't understand may start to understand and get bring you know, awareness bring awareness and get where we're coming from right i definitely feel that and along the same lines like i was a um i'm on the app clubhouse um i most of the time when i log on i go to this one group i go to it every day or whatever like i've been actually become friends with the people on on there whatever some of them live, do live here in the city of houston and whatnot and um but you know we've talked we talk about different subjects even though a lot of times you know like a lot of a, I work from home now whatever so I don't really have coworkers or no you know anybody there to like talk to like you know in between calls or while I'm working or whatever the case may be whatever so this is kind of that escape from just being in that realm of just quietness and just to yourself and just like like you know just lost in your thoughts or whatnot so um, one of my friends you know invited me to the clubhouse and I joined or whatnot um and so I was you know in different rooms and I just found this wrong room with a group of people that I just vibe with very well um and so like when I get on clubhouse now I don't even look for any other room I look for this one room because they have like a specific um title for the room or whatnot so I just look for this wrong room or whatever and I just go and vibe with the people there they know me I know them when I come in I'm automatically brought to the stage most times and you know we just vibe we have like little inside jokes and shit of that nature whatever like we're like literally a family on clubhouse or whatnot um we you know playing meet up or whatever the case may be so we're planning for that type of thing um but I said all that to say we was on there, whatever. One of the conversations one day was about, you know, receiving reparations for um, slavery, um, things of that nature. So, um, you know, we got on that subject and a lot of people had um, one thing I love about Clubhouse, you know, even when those random people come in the room or whatnot, you get like different perspectives on different matters, things that you would have never thought about in the first place and things of that nature. So. Um, we were talking about it, whatever. You used to, oh, yeah, I want to receive my land. I want to get my house. I want to get my blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And so somebody would just ask the question, like, what does reparation even look like at this point? Because, yes, we went through slavery, but there's still so much um, inequality, et cetera, across the nation and things that people have to deal with. Like, look at how, you know, people are dying through the police, brutal- uh, uh, police brutality, et cetera. Um, you know, like... 
there's they're still adding on top of the if we're talking about reparations they're still adding on top of the debt that they already owe us um but and this is one thing that has caused my mind to change on it also as, as well um one thing that one person said is that their opinion was they don't think that we will ever receive reparations um not in our lifetime anyway and I do believe that as well, especially with the explanation, because the explanation behind that was in order for us to receive reparations for any type of, you know, slavery, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Um, the only way that we receive we would receive those reparations is the first step would be that um, somebody would have to our white people, the government, et cetera would have to admit that they did wrong to a whole culture of people. They would have to admit that they did wrong to African-Americans, to black people, to people of color, whatever the case may be. They would have, have to actually admit that they did wrong. They would have to admit that white privilege exists and that they did wrong. They would have to admit that. And in the generation and the, the in our lifetime that we live in now, I I do believe that they would never admit that. Yes, we're getting closer and closer and inching closer and closer, but as of right now, the life the lifespan that I'm living, I don't believe that they would ever admit that in my lifetime for us to receive reparations for anything. But I do believe that. Again, we're living in a time where the tides are turning. Black people are taking over in arenas and rims and things of that nature that you would never think that we would be taken over in, especially in like seats in government and power and things of that nature. We are taking over in those rims. And I think that once the like once really we really start gaining the momentum and really get into a place of like permanent change or whatever, then we'll be getting closer to those quote unquote reparations or whatever. But as of now, we're not gonna see those reparations because white privilege won't allow white people to say that they did anything wrong because they really truly believe, and I'm not saying all, I'm not saying all, but most damn near, I'll say 98%, um, <laughs> uh, you know, believe that the country belongs to them. They own everything. They pay for everything. So it belongs to them and they have a right to do whatever they feel, want, ask, look like, whatever the case may be, whatever. They can be blatantly in the wrong. They just, if they feel like they're in the right to do so or they have the right to do so, they're going to do it. And as we've noticed in the past week or so, you know, they don't receive the level of scrutiny and um, consequences that the black community receives. And that's on period. Like, it's obvious. I'm done. I believe that we will eventually get there. However, it won't be enough. Because we're still going through stuff. You know, we, we went through, I didn't go through slavery, but we went through slavery, you know. We went through fighting for the right to vote and all this, you know, everything. You, 
we we just went through a lot of stuff and now we're still going through stuff so what amount of anything can you give us to make us feel like it's enough okay we accept your apology right Ooh, that's a good point I, I don't think that you can I don't think that they could do match that I don't think there's anything that they can give mm. but I also don't think that there's anything I want from them mm. so that's a good point my thing is I don't want shit from you you did what you did and Just you're still doing what you're doing treat until I see the actual change mm-hmm. in my daily life, mm-hmm. just going to the grocery store, not seeing the stairs, mm. that's when I will know that there has been a change. Mm. But I don't see that mindset happening mm. this lifetime. Mm. Right. I want to be able to go to Target in my pajamas and not have people looking at me looking like I'm about to steal something because I'm in my pajamas when all the white people in Target in their pajamas. Right. And I love Target. Mm. She kind of pricey. <laughs> she do be pricey though. I be going up in there getting three items, spending fifty dollars. Like I don't know, it don't add up. <laughs> like what's going on? <laughs> I just go to Target. What's going on? Like Target girl. Ooh, okay. It's right there by the house. Like I know I'm bougie, but my God, you make me go to my getaways and go to Walmart. Mm. Like I don't know what's going on. Right. <laughs> Target girl, we're gonna talk about them prices. We're gonna have to get you on a rollback uh street with Walmart. Um, but yeah, like I, I definitely agree with all you got uh, with you guys' perspective and you know, it's just real now, whatever. So that's our perspectives on reparations or whatnot. What so I hope they give you guys some perspective on it and you know, let us know with your perspective on the comment, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't feel like it would ever be enough and uh, like you were saying, I don't think that I would ever want anything from you mm-hmm. because of that. Because I just want the same opportunity. Yeah. Yes. I just want the same. I want to be treated. I feel that. I really do. On a lighter note, let's talk about. Okay, so Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Like, come on, baby. When is this versus gonna happen? Like. Y'all keep rescheduling, rescheduling. Okay, so the first time Ashanti got COVID. Okay, ooh, child. Go ahead and take care of yourself, baby. Because we don't, we don't want that shit spreading everywhere or whatever. I, I, I don't really think it was COVID. I mean, but, but in a pandemic, it's virtual. Uh, okay. You like, could have did it in your virtual, room. Huh? And you're not singing live. Right. right that's right. true. All you're doing is hit and play. Right. That's true. Okay. Y'all making good points. So, did you sing live when you was actually... <laughs> Only person that was singing live was Brandy. <laughs> Brandy was hitting the fucking notes and runs, bitch. She She's was the only one that was singing live. Monica was like, bitch, you can have it. But, you know, yeah, so we're going to give her a pass for that, whatever. She had got the COVID or whatever. But, like, now, whatever, she's supposedly just getting over it or whatever. So they're supposed to be postponing again. Like, girl, like, just because you postpone don't make your hits gonna like go up any further high like you know what i'm saying like you just at this point you just are what you are you is what it is whatever just go ahead and do the verses so we can get everybody opinion because you know 
people's opinion. They're going to have their opinion anyway. I got two really good friends. They are uh, in a relationship, whatever, and one is for Ashanti and one is for Keisha Cole, whatever. So everybody's going to always have their opinion. So just come on, give us the verses, girl, so we can live, have get our life, talk shit for a few days, make a few memes. And then go on with our motherfucking life and be on to the next verses where we're going to talk shit and make memes about them, too. Like, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Even with you postponing the verses, bitch, you already get memes and shit like that about postponing the fucking So Let's just get it done. Rip the bandaid off. Do it, bitch. Come on. <laughs> we want the verses. I don't really care for either um, artist. <laughs> um, I feel as though Keisha Cole should go and take care of her mom and her many sisters and however many brothers that she may have. I don't know. Her mom doesn't know either. And I feel as though um, Ashanti should go and worry about um, whatever it is that she's worrying about because... <laughs> You know, she is not relevant in the music world to me. So I just want to hear the way that I love you and that's the way it. that I love you. Mm, that's my shit. I'll listen to You're it after I realize you. everyone has watched it. <laughs> so he gonna go watch the he gonna watch the he gonna go watch the re-showing of it. I would rather them bring mm-hmm. Patty LaBelle and what's that girl name? Talk about Gladys. Gladys. Yes, Gladys. Bring them back because she's I going back to find. Bring, I yes, would rather yes. them bring Gladys. And Patty LaBelle, Gladys sung all of her songs, yeah, baby. Yeah. She, she said, did. Don't come Gladys was singing. Gladys was singing. Gladys was singing. She was singing the song, and she sounded just like the track. She absolutely did. That's so, real music. Period. From what they say. That's on period. I love me some Gladys and Patty. Yes. I love some Gladys and Patty too. I'm more of a Gladys fan than Patty, but you now, know, I don't too much care for them Patty pies, but uh, oh, now, 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 now. now, now. now. When you don't feel like cooking, you know pie. You don't know nobody that can cook a good pie. Patty pie. Nah, is I the, didn't say that patty, they couldn't pass for a homemade pie. Patty pie I just is said the. I don't care for. Patty pie is the best store bought pie that you can buy. That's on my. That's my personal opinion. Period. Patty pie is the best store bought by pie that you can buy. Now, I'm not saying that there's not pie better, but as far as store-bought, I haven't tasted anything better. This as far as the uh, sweet potato pie. Now, they have a brand of this uh, cheesecake pie that I be buying at Walmart, bitch. When I tell you, we'll knock fucking, what's the fucking Cheesecake Factory is and all that kind of shit? It's, it's Cheesecake Factory. Knock them out the motherfucking water. <laughs> this fucking cheesecake is so good. Like, it literally almost melt in your mouth, bitch. Like, it's so fucking it's good. It's Walmart brand. It's great value. It's don't, not great. It's not sleep great, on value. great value. No, don't sleep on I great value. I ain't sleeping on great value, but it's not great value, though. It's, it's like, it got, I never read it when I get it or whatever, but it's like, it's a little black uh, sticker that been on top of the, it's a clear pack and it's a little black sticker and it got gold writing on it. I'm gonna pay attention the next time I go, the next time we do a podcast, I will have the name. A Magnum? I don't think that. What? (laughs) 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 No, not that one. I know that one, I see it. But anyway, uh, 
No, but I'm gonna have a name the next time I, we do a podcast, or whatever. But yeah, that when I tell you that fucking cheesecake is so fucking good, it's Walmart and it's not expensive at all. And then it also even have the little single individual um, things that they sell also that's even cheaper. So check in on that shit. That shit I live alone, too. so I have to get the single individual mm-hmm. stuff. I live by myself and I still ate the whole fucking thing that I bought. So to I've each never his own. heard of it. I. I, I'm gonna I'm have a name in the next episode. I promise. I want to go back real quick. Okay. To I, I just want to go back to Washington in the D.C. and I want to know your opinion on. I want to know what would you have done as a security officer or someone protecting the Capitol. What would you have done had you seen? that swarm of people coming in the building and it was just you. Me. Because uh, you know, it's that video that, that one black guy black man, was just right, running up the stairs right. and I was like, I would have shot all them bitches. Ah, <laughs> I don't know if I would have shot them, but I probably would have no, stayed. Shot I wouldn't have stayed there to protect and serve or whatever because mm-hmm. I probably would have been in the mindset of like, okay, these bitches had National Guard and shit up here during Black Lives Matter, like what the fuck going on now? All these people coming. You get what I'm saying? And this is this does not look like a peaceful protest. They had guns. They had guns and shit. You get what I'm saying? So like this is not a peaceful pro like they came here with like it's like they woke up with it on their mind. So like I probably wouldn't have stayed there to protect and serve whatever I'd have wouldn't have bone about my business, whatever y'all would have to do whatever. Oh, I would have had to face whatever consequences after that or whatever, but I'm not finna stand there and risk my life for something that y'all didn't take the necessary precautions to Protect me. Protect me and prevent. Not only protect me, whatever protect and I keep going back to this because it's so baffling to me, but to protect the capital of the superpower of the world. That's like something big when you say that because just, and I'm researching this because of an, an endeavor that I'm going on whatever, but just the black community in the United States, United States alone that, let's just say drink coffee is 43.67 billion people. That's just African Americans. So, you in the super capital of the world with just African Americans is 43.67 billion people. And you have these, the privilege, these people that are privileged to just walk in the superpower of the world of where just a small snippet of the people that live in just that country is 43.67 billion people. So let me ask, do you feel do you feel any remorse or do you feel sorry for those people who died doing um, this? I think for me, I will always have some some level of remorse or whatever because you know I never want to see somebody lose their life or something of that nature or whatever. But empathy, having empathy for it, I don't have empathy for it because like you, you was there for a purpose. You knew what you was going there for. Like, you knew what you was going there for or whatever. And you haven't been blind or living under a fucking rock for the past four years or whatever. You know what this man stands for. You know what has happened. 
etc etc whatever so if you're going there to try and overturn votes to protect this man then i know what you stand for you don't stand for me no or you will never will stand for me if i was on fire you wouldn't use a cup of water that you had in your hand to put me out put to pour on me so no i don't have empathy for it because you didn't stand for me anyway so you know you're probably less trouble, and it's sad to say this, but you're probably less trouble for me not alive than you were alive. Now, I'm not speaking to the people that were out there to protect and serve. I want to make that clear. Now, talking but see, about it was a lot of people who were out there to protect and serve and was letting people in. Right. I do agree with that, and I do understand that, whatever. But all in all or whatever, I never want to, you know... If you're out there to, to protect, if you took that oath or whatever the case may be, whatever, my both of my parents, are my stepdad and my dad, my stepdad is currently a chief or whatever, wherever the fuck he is, in New Orleans. My dad, he used to be a cop, whatever, so I will always have, I guess, a place for people who do stand behind the badge or whatnot, um, but... You know, people yeah, that, I have a place for people who stand behind my pretty much most of my family was military. My mom was military, my grandfather was military, uncles, aunts, all, all military. My mom, right now, is you know, she works for the police department back home. My grandmother works, works for the police department back home, so I stand behind people behind the badge. Mm-hmm. But when there are people behind the badge who supports things mm-hmm. such as what happened um, just the other day. It just, I don't know, it just does something for me. I do agree. I agree with what you're saying. They're not there for our support. This is true. I, I mean, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I just look at it to where it is or whatever. Like, I don't know this man personally. I don't know what his acts are, like, what his stance was. So until his stance or what he stood for become public, I would have empathy for him because I don't know and I don't want to just assume that he was a part of the crew. Because that's what happened with black people all the time. They just assume that we're a part of, because we all know that they have hood people in our community, blah, 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 whatever that act out and just do things that we don't necessarily quote unquote agree with or how we would act you know in public or whatnot or how we would handle things so i do understand that that nature of whatever but at the same time you know or whatever so i i want to give the same opportunity or whatever like we're asking for equality so we have to give it as well or whatever and i'm not just saying turn a blind eye to everything that you know white people doing or whatever case may be. but in a case like this or whatever I don't just want to assume that he was a part of the crew that was letting people in. Now, if that comes to light, then fuck you, Ben Stein, whatever it is, Ben Snick, whatever his fucking name was or whatever. But at this time, you know, I don't know that. I don't want to assume. I want to believe that he was there to actually protect and serve what he, you know, an oath to do. So I'm not going to put place that on him without knowing the facts. Now, I did repost a... a young lady earlier today on my Facebook and Instagram or whatnot. Again, that's Drake Matthias. Follow me on IG. Um, but I did post, um, repost. Uh, she had posted an Instagram page. I saw it like while I was looking through somebody else's story or whatever. But she is a black officer in D.C. 
and she her caption in the picture was her first time being in the Capitol. She's been sprayed, bear sprayed, drugged down steps, hit on, beat, etc. Her first time in the Capitol, and she was there to protect and serve. And that was her first time being in the Capitol. That was her first experience. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, this is somebody that's behind the badge or whatever. So you get what I'm saying? So you have stories like that or whatever. And I want to recall her name. I'm going to look it up really quick as I'm talking. But you want to recall those names, you know, those people or whatever. Her name on Instagram is first underscore Lady Michelle. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E for those, you know, Michelle is spelled different ways, but it's first spelled out underscore Lady Michelle. Um, and she just, uh, she posted or whatever, and she just talking about first time in the Capitol, got dragged down the stairs, sprayed with bear spray, and my blowout is gone. Had to go southeast on them. I'm guessing that's where she's from. Thanks for everybody who checked on me. I'm good. But she's an officer of the city or whatever. That's crazy. I would have never... And, and it's probably just because she's black. She's a black... I would have never you know? imagined something like this going on in in the capital, you know. Of the superpower we, of the world. I'm never going to stop saying that. A lot of us has, have been there just visiting multiple times. I've been there visiting multiple times. And I would have never imagined any of this going on there. I just wouldn't. It's it's very, it's very, um, like I said, it's white privilege at its finest, at its brightest. You can, nobody in history will ever be able to ignore this, never ever. So it will always be an example of white privilege. Like, I feel like this is the stamp of white privilege in my lifetime. Like, I mean, of course, you had the police brutality and, you know, of course, the unfair laws. Black people get um, longer sentences for simple shit that white people only got probation for and things of that nature, et cetera, or whatever. But if this isn't a national, uh, not national, global, a global, um, this is right privilege in your face, like type of recognition, like. I don't know what else we can do for you. Like, what we can't do nothing else. Can't do nothing else. Like this was, like this is the, the the national capital of the superpower of the world, and white people were just able to walk in. Like that's baffling. Like just think about that of the world. Again, I only quoted the amount of people of African Americans only that have been purchasing coffee is 43.67 billion people. And that's just in America, black people purchasing coffee. And this is the superpower of the world. So just imagine how many more people they have in the world, man. And white people were just able to just say, come on in. I'm about to steal your mail. I'm taking the podium. And they did see me. They did go in, and the people who broke in, they did go in and see me my stimulus. So <laughs> ah, he got that stimmy tonight, y'all. Like we were sitting down chilling. He was like, "I got my stimmy." Ew. So, so whoever whoever put that in the mail for me, <laughs> don't arrest him. Don't arrest him. But everybody Please else, don't. everybody else, take him to jail. 
Yes, everybody else. But whoever hitting the stimmies up, mm, keep doing what you do, boo. Ah, we holla at you. Send us, at us, or whatever, so we can shout you out. You heard me. But um, again, the lady that was dealing with the people in the Capitol, her first time in the Capitol where she got drugged and et cetera, she's a protector of the law. Her name is First underscore um, Lady Michelle. That's her name on Instagram. And um, the young lady, I want to shout her out as well. The young lady that was talking about um, her mom telling her that the Black Lives Matter protest was too violent, but she ended up getting a bloody nose and face and stuff at the Trump, I just call it Trump protest or whatever at DC. Her name on uh, Twitter is Duke, D-U-K-E underscore Helena, H-E-L-E-N-A. And you'll be able to go and look at her stuff. She posted it on one seven twenty one at 11.42 a.m. So you'll be able to go and see her stuff directly as well to see it for yourself where she's talking about like she put her mom on blast, her auntie, her uncle, everything or whatever. Um, but she was talking about, you know, she wanted to go protest and they were telling her that it was too violent and here they are with bloody noses and shit like that or whatever. So Yeah, and that, that black lady that punched that woman in the nose that he's talking about, shit, she punched she punched the hell out of that woman. <laughs> Y'all, these people is not playing with y'all. I also want to shout out, um, this is Representative Stacy Plisquette in the Capitol. Um, Representative Stacy Plisquette, she had posted a picture on uh, Twitter where her and a couple other black representatives were like posted up in an office or whatever, and they like... Like, y'all know this is, like, terrorism, right? Like, that was her caption, basically. Um, she had more, but her basic caption, like, y'all know this terrorism, right? But her and a couple other black people, like, are posted in uh, office, like, but we good, though. Like, we locked up or whatever. And that just, like, like when a rubber meets a roll, like, black people be looking out for each other in, like, environments like this or whatever. And that, like, really made me proud. And everybody was posing and shit. So, like, that was, like, very funny, like, a little comical moment or whatever. But that was good, but... Like, that's crazy. Like, like we have to be locked up in the office because the white people can just come in and just do whatever they want to do. Like, that's crazy. But um, I did have another topic, but I want to end it right here because we, like, been talking about this. So I'll just name this. Uh, I'm going to name this episode Caucasity. Um, I think that's a good uh, name for this episode. So because we talked a lot about that during this whole episode. So. Um, I really thank you guys for joining in. I thank you guys for like laughing and hollering at the fucking audio <laughs> at the podcast. Like we really had a good time sitting here talking about this. Like I am tipsy as a fuck. Like we've had a couple glasses of wine and you know some shots and stuff. So, but you know we've had a good time. We just chilling. Um, I don't take shots. He don't take shots, so he didn't have no shots. But you know, I hope you guys are just chilling as well. Now. I really hope you interact and it was talking out loud to yourself and just so like be like, yeah, that's true, nigga. I'm like, I, I don't agree with that. But however you feel about it, thank you for listening and I really appreciate you and I don't take it lightly and I hope something that we said like pierced your heart. Um, please tune in for the next episode. Since we didn't do our last segment, um, I'll do that for the next episode and it's going to be a blast and I really have a lot to say about that as well. So. I hope to see you next time. Until next time, you guys enjoy your day. Remember to build your own life, build your own happiness, build your own future. Later. Peace.